0: thrown you into the wind I haven't nor have I forgotten the purpose that I called you to I know the plans I've made for you no I haven't shared them all with you I do know the plans I've made for you And I've asked you to just simply walk in obedience and to trust me. Take me by the hand and let me lead you. I'm never going to answer all of your questions. And I'm never going to fix all of your problems. I'm going to leave you with a need for me. But in the midst of all of this, you must never lose sight of the fact that I know the plans I've made for you. I trusted Daniel. Daniel trusted me. Because of that mutual trust, I was able to do such a miracle in that lion's den that it affected a nation. Three Hebrew boys trusted me. I trusted them. What they and Daniel went through was not judgment. But it was that I had found some that I could trust. And I put them into situations that were not comfortable for them. I did that because I knew I could trust them. I knew I could trust Job. I knew that no matter how much I allowed the enemy to touch him, I could trust him. And I knew that as the writer had written in the 91st Psalm, that I will deliver the Lord. That these would deliver me. They would tell of me. That in the midst of their trial, in the midst of their turmoil, and in the midst of the persecution they were going through, I knew They would tell of me. I knew they would testify of me. It wasn't judgment, it wasn't punishment, and it wasn't my displeasure. But I was ready to do something different in the earth, and I needed a different doorway to walk through. I needed everyone to be watching. It wasn't something that I was going to do in a corner or in the quiet. But I was going to do it in front of an entire nation to change the direction and the course of a nation. Do you think I've called Antioch to be Antioch just for the sake of one small town, one small county, one portion of this country? Do you think I accidentally placed this church here, this stronghold here, in the location that it's in between the two most powerful, influential places in the world? Do you think I didn't see Washington, D.C. and the United Nations all that way back? I've known since before the foundations of the earth were laid what I intended to do here. And over and over I've called you as a people to do what I needed done. Most every time it's been uncomfortable. It was never judgment. It was never my displeasure. It was in fact that I could trust you. I found a people that I could use to offset the power of the enemy through the world. And through what I have intended to do here in this place, I've been able to change and touch the world. Not on the level that I intend to. What you've seen to this point has been small. It has paled in comparison. Some of you have even struggled in your own mind as to whether or not you were even going to stay in the body. Not just a part of this church, but in the kingdom, in the body. And I've given you space, I've watched you, I've waited I've wondered what you will do because I have trusted you. I know the plans I have for you. And though I haven't shared them with you, and though I haven't told you every detail about it, don't be deceived by your adversary into thinking that I have no plans. This isn't just some thing that you do, some church you belong to that you come to from time to time. This is not just some casual thing. I know the plans I have for you. I know your enemies are great, but I'm greater. I know the challenges are great, but I'm greater. And I need you to get your eyes off of the past. And I need you to get your eyes off of even the challenges of the present. And put them back on the horizon of your destiny and your future. And go back and remember what it is I called Antioch to be. Your bishop reminded you on Saturday, a black dot on a white sheet. That's what I've called you to be. I have not changed my plans. And though these last few months have been difficult, and you've grieved, it's been a loss to you here at Arnold. Do you think I didn't see that? Do you think I didn't know that? But I trusted you. And I need you now to trust me. I need you to trust that I know better than you what I'm doing with my own body. I know what I'm doing with my kingdom. Nicodemus asked me the question, and my response to him was, That except a man be born again of the water and the Spirit, he can't see the kingdom. You have been born again of the water and the Spirit. You have the ability to see the kingdom, but you won't look. All you want to look at and see is your world. All you want to see and fret about and worry about and think about and plan about is your world. You refuse to look with your eyes into the Spirit and see my kingdom. If you would just look, I would show you. If you would just look, I would show you. I want you to see my kingdom worse than you want to see it. But I can't force that on you. Do you think I have forgotten what I intended you for? And to those of you that have been thinking about quitting, I'm telling you, I won't let you go that easy. You haven't made the decision yet, so I still have an opportunity to reach for you, and I'm doing it now. Your ministry has not been a waste. It has not been a loss. And you didn't make the wrong choice. You're not, any of you are not here by accident. All of you are here because I placed you here. Because I drew you here. I opened doors for you to be here and closed other doors that would have kept you from being here. Don't you listen to the enemy lie to you and tell you that you don't matter. Don't you let the enemy tell you that you've missed it. I know some of you are lonely. I know how deep your loneliness goes. Do you think I, as a good father, don't know my children? But if you will look to see the kingdom... All of the price that you've had to pay will have been worth it. I hear your enemy in the night whispering to you to take your life. You think I don't hear that? I'm a good father. I heard him. I heard him tell you you'd be better off not being here and everybody around you would be better off not being here, but you're the very one that I have intended so much for. I am amazed at how little you think of me. I am stunned and shocked that you would think I don't care. And I watch you week after week go through the mundane motions of what you do when all of that would change if you would just look at the kingdom. I have given you eyes to see in the Spirit, I gave you ears to hear in the Spirit. And yet your choices have kept me out of the earth realm. You have forced me to remain on one side of the line while you're on the other. Do you think I have forgotten the plans I have for you? Do you think that just because you've been through some low places, I can't use you anymore? I know some of you have been through things that you feel disqualify you from being used in my kingdom. But you have no clue. You don't understand why I allowed you to go through it. You don't understand why I allowed you to be ripped apart. It was all part of you being prepared to do what I've called you for. And if you think that I would allow your physical life and your physical person to go through things like that for nothing, then you don't know me at all. And if I would allow you as an individual to go through those things, don't you think... Don't you think that I have a plan in place for that? It's my kingdom. I'm sovereign. I'm God. I don't have to answer to you. I don't owe you an explanation. But I'll reveal to you what I'm doing if you will put your hand in mine. And walk with me. There's a reason that I told you obedience is better than sacrifice. I don't want your sacrifice. I want your will. When you give me your will, I'll have your full and complete obedience. And when I've got your obedience, the miraculous that you say you want so bad will become a part of everyday life. Miracles will happen everywhere you go. But I can't do those supernatural things until we have conquered the obstacles in the natural world. And the only thing that stands between you and me is your will. Do you think I have forgotten what I had planned for you? But because of my own law, I can't force myself on you. I've said it to you today already. I cannot force myself on you. And you must have that moment over and over and over again. Nevertheless, you wonder why I allow you to go through things like those Hebrew children and Daniel and Job and others and all who were martyred and killed for my namesake because I have a plan and I have a purpose and none of it was by accident. All of it was by design. I am sovereign and you're here because I drew you here and you said yes to it. Some of you have stood in the faith for years, decades, waiting to see the fulfillment of my promises to you. Do you think that I have suddenly become incapable of fulfilling what I said I would do? I haven't. And I still will. But I've trusted you. I trusted you with this part of my plan. I prepared this church all these years for this part of this plan. Now, I need you to turn around and trust me. I need you to put your hand in mine and don't take it out again. The miraculous is not something you have to beg for. It's just something you've got to make room for. For me to supernaturally involve myself in your life, your ministries, your families, your church, all I need is for you to make room for me. But hear me when I tell you one more time, I will not beg you much longer. If you choose to be mundane and mediocre, I'll honor your choice. But know this, I haven't changed my mind. I have not forgotten the plans that I had for you. It has always been my intention to affect the world in every way from this location on this highway, not just as a corporate body spread out across this region, but there has always been a specific and particular design For this piece of property and for the congregation on this piece of property. And I have not changed my mind. And each location that you establish throughout this region will have its own purpose. I haven't changed my mind. I've spent decades equipping you and preparing your ministries for such a time as when I'll release you into the earth. Whether you realize it or not, that time is fast approaching. I am going to shake the earth with the greatest outpouring of my spirit that any human has ever seen before I come back for my bride. And all this time I have been preparing you for that. And in this crucial hour I find some of you in the balances, not really sure which side of this you're going to come down on. And I am appealing to you again tonight. Nothing in your life has been on accident. Nothing in your life has been coincidental. Since you've chosen to serve me and you've allowed me to cover you with my blood and fill you with my spirit, every step you've made, I've had a hand in it. Together we will tear down spiritual strongholds. Together the gospel will shake the earth. I will use someone. And I have a design, and I have a plan, and I have intentions of you being a vital part of that. Even on this day, from all around the world, I've made it possible for people to watch what happens here. All around the world, people are able to go back on Mondays and Tuesdays and every day of the week and watch what happens in your church services. Do you think that what happens here is just for here? It's not. What's happening here is played out over and over again around the world. I have not forgotten the plans that I have for this church. And the biggest obstacle that I face seeing all of that come to pass is not demonic, but it's flesh. And I need you to conquer your flesh and your fear in your anxiety, in your worry, your doubt and unbelief. I need you to conquer it. I need you to put it under your feet. I gave you power to tread on serpents. When was the last time you did that? I gave you power over sin and disease in your own body. You have the power to choose not to be a participant in sin. But when was the last time you did that? When was the last time you used the anointing that I gave you for the reason that I gave it to you? I haven't forgotten my plans for you, but you seem to have forgotten them. You seem to have decided all of a sudden that I'm not going to do what I said I would do just because it's not happening like you thought it would happen. I saw this moment before the foundations of the earth were laid. I saw this season. I saw this moment. I saw everything that you're going through as an individual and as a church before the earth was even formed, I saw all of this. My sovereignty has never changed. My sovereignty cannot change. The enemy will not triumph over my will. I am going to do exactly what I said I was going to do in the earth. All nations are going to hear the gospel. All peoples are going to be given an opportunity to choose me. I am going to pour my spirit out on all flesh. I am going to pour my spirit out on all flesh. And I'm going to pour it out of those that I have already poured it into. You're not going to stop my clock. You're not going to stop my timing. You're not going to stop my plan. I am going to do exactly what I said I was going to do. And I am going to use this piece of property on this hilltop to do it from. And it doesn't matter to me if it's one or a thousand. I will do from this location what I said I was going to do. I am going to reach the world by many languages from this very building. I've assembled people together. To see to it that that can happen. And I know the enemy would like to do everything he can to destroy our ability to take this gospel around the world. But you need to trust me with that. I've got that. I have a plan for that. I know what I'm doing. You're not here on accident. You weren't saved on accident. I didn't find a place for you in my kingdom once you got here. I had a place waiting on you when you got here. I am God. I am sovereign. Glenn Stewart, do you think you're here on accident? Do you think I didn't have a design for you before the foundations of the earth that I would bring you to this place at this time when you could have gone anywhere in the world? You still could. But you saw that vision. You caught it long before you knew of this place. Before I had a boat, I found a man. The man I found wasn't somebody who could make my plan come to pass was somebody that would just do what I called him to do. Before I had a man, I had a plan. Glenn Stewart, I had a plan for you before I ever called you to this place. And I've seen the enemy wearing you down, and I've seen the enemy attacking you, and I've seen you want to throw your hands up and just quit, go do something else somewhere else. But I'm telling you, you cannot. I will not allow you to do that. I won't allow the enemy to discourage you. You are where I want you to be doing exactly what I want you to do. And don't you move. I haven't forgotten my plans for this place. The ministries that are sitting in this room, do you think I've forgotten you? Just because you haven't been called on yet don't mean you won't be. I said in my word that I would call for you. And I'm getting ready to. Because I'm about to begin to do things in this earth that no man has ever seen me do. Just like I called for a coat which never before a man rode, I'm calling now for a people that have decided I'm going to do this the way God wants it done. I chose a cult that never before man rode because I wanted no man to take credit for what I've done. When I rode into that city, it had to be that no man could take credit and say I broke that cult for him. And Because for the first time in my earthly ministry, I was elevated where I should have been. And no man could take credit nor glory for it. An entire city turned out and was affected. Do you think that story is in my word just far The sake of reading? No. I'm trying to call this church to an uncommon place. I'm never going to let you rest. I'm never going to let you just relax on your laurels. I'm never going to let you just do it the way everybody else does it. Because I can't do through you what I have designed this thing to be if you're like everybody else. I need this thing to be so out beyond where everybody else seems to be. That no person can take credit for what I do here. And yes, there are going to be times I'm going to call for this church to do things that don't make sense to the rest of the church world. And when that starts, rather than being troubled in your spirit, you ought to start trembling with anticipation, knowing that I'm about to do something miraculously powerful like you've never seen me do before. When everybody speaks well of you and everybody understands what I'm doing here, you should pray. But When you find yourself in times like this, just remember this isn't the first time I've called for a cult which never before man rode. I'm going to speak direction to the leadership of this church and they're going to implement it and they're going to tell you what it is. And it's going to be as uncomfortable for them to say it as it is for you to hear it. Because what I'm going to ask of them won't make sense to them. But your security is not in what makes sense. Your security is in the fact that those who are leading you are telling you what I've told them and it don't make sense. Because when the vision makes sense, it's not from me and if you'll lift me up in this time if you will elevate me to where i should be in this season and get your eyes off of all of these other challenges and just lift me up do you think i didn't mean what i said that if i'd be lifted up i'll draw all men to me put my word to work trust my laws Trust the principles of my word. They won't fail you. Get your eye off of the natural world. I've given you power to see the spirit world. I gave you my spirit so you could see my kingdom. Get your eyes off of this kingdom. Get your eyes off of this world. And look beyond this world to that of the spirit. And see what I'm doing. And when you see my kingdom and truly see my kingdom, your faith will be instantaneously released, unbridled, unharnessable faith. And when that happens, you'll release me into this earth like I have never been before. And I'll begin to be able to finally do what I have been working toward all this time. Because I have not forgot my plans for you. Nor have I changed my mind. But as I've had my servant say to you already today. The choice is yours. Even tonight. I will do the miraculous in this place. I will release the miraculous. In this place tonight. If you'll make room for me. But it can't just be for one service. I need your commitment to be every day from here on in. I haven't changed, nor have I changed my mind. Everything I said I would do, I am going to do it. Don't be deceived. Don't be bewitched. Don't let the enemy bewitch you and deceive you into believing that what I told you in the beginning will never come to pass. I don't care how frustrated you get. I don't care how down you get. Put your trust in me. Put your hope in me. And release me. Just release me. I've begun to echo that statement throughout the world to my men and women of God. Release me. Release me. I'm not just saying this to you here in this local assembly. I'm saying this to the body of Christ around the world. Through many, many voices and many, many mouths. Release me. Release me. You've tried to make my kingdom come to pass. You've tried to figure out how to plan it. You've tried to figure out how to pay for it. You've tried to figure out how to organize it and structure it. You can't. It's my kingdom, not yours. And if you will just release me, open your mouth, open your spirit, and release me into every situation, every circumstance, I'll handle it. I am going to do the miraculous. I am going to bring about the greatest outpouring of my spirit that anyone has ever seen. But I am waiting to see if you're going to let me use you as an individual. But make no mistake about it. To those of you listening to me speak to you now. I'm saying to you there's a scriptural story for you to go look at too. If you've decided that you don't believe all of this, if you've decided that it may or may not happen, and you're not fully committed to being a part of this, there's a story of some just like that, that were trampled in a gate. If you don't want to be trampled, if you don't want to be overrun, you better choose to be on my side when this thing is done. I spoke a curse against Miraz. Curse ye, Miraz. Curse ye bitterly, Miraz. For when the Lord had need of you, you would not come. Do you think that I would limit that only to Miraz? I'm speaking to the church around the world. I'm calling to every spirit-filled child I've got all around this world right now. Calling them to take their place in this battle calling them to take their place in my army. And to those that choose to do so, I am going to release miraculous things upon their lives, their ministries. I'll bless them because they have chosen to be on my side in these last days. But for those of you who choose to oppose me or even to just sit it out, the same curse I spoke over Miraz, I'll release over you too. I have need of you now. I have need of mouthpieces in this earth. I need my children to release me. I need you to open your mouths and your spirit and release me. I need you to let me be God. I need you to lift me up above everything you're going through. And if you do, you'll be on the victor's side of this battle when it's all said and done. But if you don't, the same judgment that fell on Miraz will fall on you. The same judgment that fell on those in the gate will befall you too. Because I will do from this place, from this building, from this property. I am going to do what I promised you I would do. I haven't changed my mind. Nor have I altered my plans for you. You come into this building service after service. Sickness in your body. Diseases in your body, circumstances beyond your control that need miraculous intervention. And I'm able to touch some, but I would like to do much more. I would like to fill this building with people who don't know me. But I can't do that until you lift me up like I told you to. I cannot do that here until somebody here decides I'm not going to be begged another day. I'm not going to be rebuked another time before I make my mind up. I am going to lift him up. And when you as a people begin to do that, and not just do it in your body language, but you do it as a change of heart and change of spirit, and you decide that you're going to trust me, you decide that you believe I still intend to do what I said I would do, at that moment I'll begin to fill this building up. At that moment, I'll begin to do miracles that you can't even explain. I'll do miracles before you have a chance to lay your hand on the sick. I'll heal their bodies just because they've walked in this building. It's no accident that I chose this piece of property right here where it's at. Satanic influence in this world emanates from this region. Two most powerful cities in the world, and you're between them. You're here. I didn't accidentally place this church. I didn't accidentally send that man and that woman here all those years ago. That was never an accident. The moment they drove into this city, I saw this moment. And I see the next moment ahead before you do. I'm calling you one more time to release me. I am appealing to you once again to remember the plans I've made for you. Don't be so easily deceived. Don't be so easily bewitched. Don't be so easily distracted. Because in that moment that you think not, I'm going to begin to move in the earth. was not just the foolish virgins who slept that night. All of them were asleep, even the wise. Do not go to sleep in this final hour. And if you don't believe this is that final hour, look again. Pray until you no longer look through the eyes of the natural man, but you see in the eyes of the Spirit. And look at the world again through those spiritual lens. If you think that my coming isn't close, you think all the sin in the world is what concerns me the most, it's not. What concerns me the most is how relaxed my people are about my coming. But I foretold that too. I knew this day would come. I knew there would come a time that apostasy would grip my people and lethargy and complacency would come. And when I look at the condition my bride is in, she's asleep. And Week after week and service after service, I send voices to you over and over again compelling you. They're trying their best to wake you up. I'm saying to you again tonight, wake up. Just as Paul told Timothy to stir up his gifts, I'm telling you it's not somebody else's job to stir your gifts up. It's not somebody else's job to reignite the anointing that I put in you. I put it there. Now you stir it up. For such a time as this, I have prepared this church. I have given you everything I have. You've seen the miraculous before. But not on the scale you will see. The earth is going to be affected by the faith of my men and women. The weather will be affected. Nations will be affected by the weather while the gospel is spread throughout those nations. Prophets are going to be raised up all over this land, all over this world. They're going to speak prophetic words, and those words are going to absolutely come to pass. Prophets that you don't even know. Prophets that you may never know their names. Men that have been in obscurity all these years, do you think I didn't have them hidden for a reason? Apostles all over this world that I have kept obscure and hidden for a reason. I'm telling you at Antioch tonight, I am beginning to release them into the earth. I'm beginning to move into those prophets and command them to begin to prophesy and speak. I'm moving those apostles into strategic places. Do you think I didn't have a plan for all of this? There's no default plan. It's just the plan. I knew all of this. Those of you that have waited for so many years for me to call on you, I'm calling you now. This very moment, this very night, sitting in this very sanctuary, I'm calling you. I'm doing everything I can not to speak to your natural ear, but to speak into your spirit and compel you to look again, to compel you to look into the spirit and see my kingdom so that your conduct in this natural realm will release the supernatural and I can finally begin to do what I am ready to do. I am going to do it. Telling you again, I'm going to do it from this very location. I am going to do what I said I was going to do. I I am telling you I'm going to do it from this location. I, I am going to do it from this piece of property. Nothing you can do or say is going to change that. When the building collapsed, it didn't change my plan. Do you think that was an accident? Do you think I wasn't God enough that I could have kept that building up? Could have, but I didn't want it up. I needed it to come down. Because you wouldn't be doing what you're doing now as a corporate body if it hadn't. But it was time. Don't you remember my word? I told you there's a time to tear down and a time to gather together. There's a time to die and a time to live. I know what I'm doing. Just because it may seem to you that I don't. Just because it may seem to you that all is lost. It's not. Yes, I divided you up. Yes, I scattered you about. You should be thankful I didn't do it like I allowed it to be done to my people in the Old Testament. In the Old Testament, every time the gospel was spread and every time I was told throughout the nations, it was because my people were oppressed by their enemies and taken into captivity and spread throughout every nation. But I haven't done that to you. All I ask of you to do is go into different locations of one region some of you think I 've lost my mind. Some of you think I 've lost my way. But notice what I said in my word. There 's a time to die and a time to live. There's a time to tear down and a time to gather together. Notice what comes first. What I allow to come first is what you perceive to be negative, but it 's not. I'm ready to build something new, so I've got to get rid of the past. I've done that throughout creation. Every time I'm ready to take somebody into new life, I have to get rid of the past. That cycle, that that plan does not stop just because you've been filled with my spirit. But I've got to tear the past apart. As good as it might have been, because you won't let go of it. So when I do what you think is tearing down, realize that what comes next will come in its time. You may see it as a dismantling, but for me it's not. It's the first step of rebuilding. Go into my word. Look in Genesis. What did I say? The evening and the morning were the first day. You think the day begins with the sunrise. It doesn't. The day begins when the sun goes down. I Release you from all you've seen and done today. I take you into darkness. And that's the beginning of the next day. You've missed it. You don't even realize what's happened. You've been mourning. And you've been so grieved over everything you thought happened in the darkness. You're waiting on the sun to come up and you're already behind time. You're off schedule because the new day started. When I scattered you about. Now, trust me, I know what I'm doing. I have led my people since the beginning of time. And since before time began, I've had a plan for each and every one of you. The Spirit of Wisdom asked Job the same question that I'd ask you tonight. Were you there in the beginning? When the foundations of the earth were laid, were you there, Job? And Job responds to the Spirit of Wisdom, no. No. The Spirit of Wisdom said to Job, then why would you charge God? Why would you try to explain what's unexplainable? And I'm saying to you tonight, Antioch, were you there in the beginning? Were you there with me when I laid the foundation of the earth? Were you there with me when I set everything into motion? When I spoke to nothing and created something, were you there? No. No. Stop trying to explain what I'm doing. Stop trying to understand what I'm doing and just get involved with what I'm doing. I have not changed my mind. I have not changed my plans. Now trust me. Trust me that I know what's best for you. Your ministry has not been a waste. Your ministry has not been forgotten. I have hidden you. Yes, I changed the seasons of your ministries. I apply you differently over and over and over again. Because of the principle that I put in my word that never before a man rode this code. People have looked at Antioch for years and been amazed by how much change takes place here. And the same people have also been amazed by the amount of miraculous ministry that takes place here. Do you think those two are coincidental? I have kept things fluid here so that no one can take credit for it. I have not allowed this church to be built on a personality. I have only allowed this church to be built on my word. And any time personality wants to take over what I built on my word, I will oppose you. Do not try to insert your personality into my plan. Because I have not made room for that there. And if you try, I will oppose you. I will touch you in every way that I can to oppose you. No flesh is going to take credit for what I do here. I've known that also since before time. No flesh is going to take credit for what I do in this place. None. The day will come that men will come through here and there will be great and mighty and powerful things that take place and you won't even be able to remember their names or their faces. I alone am God. And I am inviting you to be a part of what I have been planning since before you were born. I had a plan first. Then I found a man who would participate with my plan. And because of his obedience to my plan, I was able to produce an ark that preserved creation. Before there was an Antioch, there was a plan. And I called the man who would participate with that plan. I called a man who did not know just how much he was going to be ostracized. Mocked and made fun of. But he has been faithful to me throughout time. But I've noticed something about you. Some of you have grown weary of being the odd church. and You're trying to change what I gave you. You're trying to make this look like other churches. You better hear me. I'm going to oppose you. I had my servant say it to the leaders in the meeting before church. When I handed Adam the garden, I gave him one instruction. Keep the garden, Adam. Don't change it. Don't try to perfect it. Don't try to make it better. Keep it just like I gave it to you. I never needed one person to become a part of my plan to help fill in the blanks. There's nothing in my plan that's incomplete. I don't need you to tell me how to do it. I need you to participate with what I already know and have already made allowances for and have already planned. And if you'll do your part and obey me, just obey me. Seek me, I'll seek you. Ask, I'll answer. Knock, I'll open. And if you'll do that, Andy if you'll do that for me, if you'll do that for you, if you'll do that for seven and a half billion people in the world, if you will just get back to the plan and keep the plan I gave you, there is no new word. There is no different word. The vision I've given this church has not changed. Go back to the blueprints I gave you and get back to being that church so I no longer have to oppose you. But you hear me when I tell you, as long as you try to redraw the plans, as long as you try to make this church something I never called it to be, I am going to oppose you every single time. And you will finally, submit to my will, mine will never surrender to you because I'm sovereign and I'm God. The miraculous, you have no idea of what I am ready to begin to do starting this night. I'll do the miraculous in here to confirm what I've told you. And even with that statement being said to you, some of you are doubting it. Wondering, how do we get from right here to that? I would heal your body sitting in those seats right now. While my servant's talking to you, I would heal you. You don't even have to say a word just to accept it. Some of you even doubt that it's me speaking through him. You're the very ones that will be trampled in the gate. Now, if I'm God... And I'm your God. And you're going to be my people. Then let's set this thing in motion now. You began to release me. And I will release my anointing into the earth starting on this piece of property. And going throughout the entire earth. On a level that you have never seen. All that you've seen to this point has not been for you to use as the high point. But it has been something for you to build on and to stretch your faith. Now build on it. I gave you power to tread on serpents. Do that. I gave you power to take authority and dominion. I told my followers, go and preach the kingdom. Drive out devils. There will never be a time that spiritual warfare is not necessary. There's never going to be a time that I release you from that obligation. And for those of you that are weary of war, you better find a place of strength. And you better get into the flow of my spirit and be renewed because there will never be a day before I return that there will not be a war. I told my followers, preach the kingdom. Drive out devils. Heal the sick and cure the disease. You're waiting on me to do all this and I'm waiting on you. Nothing's changed in my mind. Now if I'm God, and if I'm your God, release me. This very moment, release me. Open your mouth, open your spirit, and release me. And know that what I have promised you that I was going to do, I am absolutely going to do it. And if I'm your God, release me in this place right now.
1: as your bishop i judge this word and confirm that i believe with all of my heart this is a word from god that the lord has spoken to us since i believe that's the case and biblically i have confirmed to you that by the authority that i have been Charged to exercise. I have judged this to be a word from God. Therefore, you're believing it or not believing it. You are eternally accountable for that. I'm asking you to pray based on the fact that this is the second witness. The word itself was a witness. And this, according to the word of God, is the second witness. Judging the word and confirming it is from God. I'm asking you to pray again. Every person here is eternally accountable for this word. In Jesus' name. Come on. Come on. Look. It grieves me that the Holy Ghost has to beg us to believe him. Come on. But that's how much he loves us. That God humbled Himself to beg us to believe Him. I ta ha la ye ka ha rata ro ta ye ka ha la hai ye kahala rata la ra ta Come on, the presence of the Lord is manifest in this room. Why don't you get into the flow of the Spirit? Come on. Come on, why don't you get into the flow of the Spirit? In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. <laughs> Ela bahaya, eka la ratatahaya la ratatahaya, hi tia mama kamahasahe. Hallelujah! 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 In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 In the name of Jesus. Sikataha tata hai. Ilamanda hasa ataha. Ikaba italara bahaha ilo roboko obo satata bahaha yelaba si yelaba si ki kiatahaya haya sila bahaya sila bahaya tabaha yes Yes. 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 <laughs> Woo. Come on, let the Holy Ghost manifest himself through you. Yes. Yes. Hilu saya tetap bahaya. Tiada masih, tiada masih kita evatahaya. Woo, haha. Tiada masih kita mandahaya. Tiada rada mak rata rata tetap Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. You got the higher. Hallelujah. Come on. Some of you have already yielded to intercession, either warfare or travail, others of you are on the on the, 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 the border of it, you, you're feeling it, but you haven't given in to it yet, come on, come on, let the spirit work through you right now, come on, in the name of Jesus, whether warfare or travail for you, let's move into the spirit right now, come on. In the name of Jesus. Ita ha ta ta ha la la ti ita ha. Ya la Ya la la ya. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Ha Woo! Hallelujah! Yes! 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 He must have the Holy Ghost isn't bound by your flesh, the Holy Ghost isn't hindered by your circumstances. Your flesh, don't let your circumstances hinder the flow of the Spirit of God through you. We have this treasure in earth and earthen vessels. Let the treasure work. Let the treasure ministry. release the treasure. Release the treasure to work. That's what the Lord said to us. Release him to work through us. Don't tell him why he can't do it. Let him do it. That's his business. Stop telling him why he can't use you. Stop telling Jesus why he can't use you. Come on. The Lord doesn't make mistakes. The Lord, you can't use me. You can't use me. You think he doesn't know what he's doing? Let him make that decision. Quit telling him he can't use you. Come on. Come on. Hallelujah! 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 Ha ha! Woo! Ha! Mama! Ha ha! Mama! Ha maha. Ha ha! Hallelujah! 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 La la rata! Ha la rata! Ha ya la rata! saha. Hallelujah! In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs>